Hey, listen, welcome to the sixth episode of the Hey Listen Games cast. My name is Jeff, and, and with me here today, we have a very special guest, Troy Yarbrow. How are you doing, guys? So, Troy is here today filling in for Nathan and Rob. Both of those guys are out today. And I actually met Troy back, what was it? Was it four years ago? I think it was like more like six at this point. Six years. So it was a while ago. We met at a uh, summer camp down in Idaho, I believe. No, it was in California. Was Cal- oh, yeah, it was California. Northern, Northern California. Yep, yep. Um, sorry, I've been to a lot of camps. Uh, yeah. oh. Met a camp in Northern California. And we kind of stayed in touch over the years because uh, we both knew we liked Nintendo and particularly uh, Smash Bros. And as I've kind of stayed in touch with Troy, I've kind of noticed that he's become a bit of a uh, competitive player in the Smash 4 NorCal scene. And so, um, Troy, you want to tell a little bit about yourself and maybe your gaming background and uh, where you're at in Smash 4 right now? Yeah, sure. So I started going to tournaments in November of last year. Uh, up until that point, I had pretty much played the game like nonstop, starting like when the game came out the year before. Yeah. But I never really bothered with the tournaments. Pretty much, I saw them on Facebook. I saw the little notifications, and I'm just like, I I don't want to go to that yet. My friend James, he he called me up and he's like, dude, did you know that there's uh there's Smash Bros tournaments? I'm like, yeah, we should go <laughs> to one. So I went to one in Reading, and I beat one of the best players there my first tournament. Wow. And he he was really, really angry. Like, he got really mad. <laughs> Pretty salty? Yeah, he got super salty, and I had no <laughs> idea why. I was just like, oh, I, I just beat him. He's just a fox. It's like Some nobody just comes up and, and beats one of the best guys. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, no, so ever since then, I just I've just gotten better. And probably my biggest achievement uh, so far is I beat uh, Legit, which is our – he's number four on the power ranking. He plays Diddy. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. He's from NorCal? Yeah, he's from NorCal. Awesome. Very cool. Um, And so our first main segment today we're going to be talking about will be um, Evo 2016. Uh, We'll be particularly talking about Smash 4 and uh, the Smash tournaments that were held there this last weekend. Um, But first, before we do that, uh, I just wanted to ask Troy a few more questions uh, just to get a little more information about who he is, what he does, uh, what he thinks about Smash. Um, and so for those of uh, the audience who don't uh, know you, Troy, uh, who do you main in Smash Bros? Uh, maybe who are some characters maybe you don't like fighting against? Who do you think needs a nerf? Uh, what do you think? Man, that's a lot. Okay, so I main, right now, I main Bowser Jr., which a lot of people would think, oh, Bowser Jr. sucks, blah, 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 don't use him. <laughs> but I, I've proved people wrong. Oh, I, yeah, for sure. I've beaten high-level players with Bowser Jr. So if you if you play, like, Zelda or a character that sucks, don't worry about it. Just play them to your best abilities, yeah. and you will go far. I saw, I was uh, when I was watching Evo, I saw a Ganondorf beat a Bayonetta on stream. That's crazy. And it was beautiful to watch. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. You always got to root for the underdog in, in those Yeah, cases. I know, right? Um, and then, yeah, no, so my secondary is Luigi. I honestly kind of want to make him a, like, second starter. Mm-hmm. Hope, you know what I mean? Uh, he's in process. He's in the process right now. Gotcha. Um, let's see. Um, I don't think any character needs to be nerfed, honestly. 
like I think it's pretty balanced right now. At this at this point in the metagame, pretty much every character has strengths and weaknesses. Uh, I feel like some characters could get buffed. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't really want any nerfs though. Okay. Honestly, cool. I guess if there was going to be a nerf, they could make Cloud's up air like an actual realistic hitbox. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Cloud Cloud use a bit of the the nerf. Uh, he got see he got a bunch of nerfs and now he's like his uh his so there's this one player that's like really high on the on the PR that I I fight a lot mm-hmm. and he plays Cloud and he caught me with like a nair into nair into side B uh limit side B and it killed me at twenty percent because wow. I was like right off the stage and it it like it blew my mind I'm like are you serious right now. <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't happen uh, very often in Smash 4, so that's, that's yeah, definitely crazy. Yeah, so I was just like, wow, dude. It's even kind of like a running joke. I heard a lot of the commentators over Evo just like, oh, like, everyone's secondary is Cloud. Like, anyone can bring out Cloud because he's... I, everyone he's has a pocket Cloud, dude. Yeah, pocket Cloud. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, buff cool. characters that need it, oh, man, um, definitely the Jigs, man. Yeah, jigs. gotta buff the Puff. Buff the puff. Uh, honestly, like I still love I, using Jigglypuff though. Oh yeah, I love jigs, dude. Yeah. Zelda needs it so bad, dude. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm just not a fan of her. And every time I play her, I'm just like, ah, oh, she just needs to be better. It's really that simple. I'm really glad that my main uh, Mewtwo has gotten some buffs in the last dude, couple updates, and he's Mewtwo really good now. From one of the worst characters in the game to. One of the best characters in the game as of late. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. Have you seen... Um, oh, we'll probably talk about this later, but our favorite uh, our favorite car- uh, players, right? Yes. My my favorite Smash 4 player is... You want to tell them about yours? Oh, yeah. I, I, we'll go into that. We'll go into that. Okay, okay. Um, before we do that, uh, I just thought it would be cool. Um, what are you um, doing next? Is there a tournament coming up soon uh, that you're in or... There, okay. there is a tournament tomorrow, actually. In, wow. um, yeah, it's in. Uh, it's down south somewhere, okay. southern. It's like mid, mid southern California. Do you know how big it is? Yeah, um, I honestly don't know. It, it's a. Uh, it's hosted by one of the big like, uh, hosters by TerraShock. So I just figured I'd go because I just moved down, I just moved to Sacramento, so I'm closer gotcha. to a lot of the more, a lot more tournaments. So. Cool. I'm going to start making to a lot more. Very cool. Um, is that going to be on Twitch, do you know? Um, I think so. I think so. Um, I'm not really sure at the moment. Probably. More than likely, they'll stream it. Okay, very cool. Um, well, if they do end up streaming or somewhere, where's a place where people can maybe find your videos or your information, like maybe your Twitter or your YouTube. So my YouTube channel is, well, so my tag is warrior when I play smash bros. Yeah. Um, so my, my YouTube channel is warrior two, four Oh one. And I put a lot of Bowser jr. Videos on there. That's my main, obviously. Um, I play pretty much every character, honestly. Yeah. So you'll see like Charizard and, random diddy kong and stuff but bowser jr is where i where the character i love the most right now very cool yeah and i know i've seen a lot of your your videos on there and stuff and he's got a lot of good stuff folks so make sure you uh 
make sure you check it out. It's some good combos and stuff like that. There's it's mostly uh, for glory. Uh, yeah, I yeah. I do do a lot of exhibition matches with friends. Oh, okay. So I'll put I'll put like whenever in the title it will say for glory or exhibition match. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's pretty self-explanatory. Cool. Very cool. Um, so let's go ahead and jump right into Evo. So for those of you who don't know, Evo is pretty much the Super Bowl of tournaments for the Smash community. It's, uh, pretty much the biggest, uh, largest scale, uh, fighting game, just overall tournament, uh, of the year. There's, I think nine different games, fighting games that were there this year. Uh, wow. Melee and Smash 4 were both there, um, this year. And, um, one thing I did want to point out was that America dominated with four gold medals, one silver, and five bronze medals. Um, so that was awesome because Japan America. is usually the one who wins most of these fighting game tournaments. Uh, Japan also had ten medals, but they only had two golds. America had four, which was awesome. And mm -hmm. So um, that was cool that America won that. Um, there was a pretty good number of Japanese players who came over, I know, for... Smash 4, and I imagine um, Street Fighter and a lot of the other games as well. But um, who's one of your favorite American players for Smash 4? Oh, man. Uh, probably my favorite American player. I, I like, I love Mewtwo King, obviously. Mm -hmm. he, he's a boss. Him, him and his cloud, he's just, he's just such a thoughtful player. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he just, he analyzes you. And a lot of people say he reads you and he downloads you. And he'll, he just knows what you're going to do. And then another player I like, uh, I think he's from, I think he's in the Florida area. I'm not 100% sure, but uh, his name is Rio. He plays Ike. Mm, nice. He's a monster. I, I don't think I, I've ever seen him before. I yeah, I know. He's, he's, he's an awesome player. Go look him up. Very cool. Um, and so the Smash 4 um, Top 8 was a great tournament this year. Um, I watched the whole thing with Nathan. Um, uh, co another co-host of the show and he had never really watched any uh, professional smash tournaments before and so we had a lot of fun watching that together he likes playing the villager a lot and so he was a huge fan of renai's villager who oh man kind of had a really cool story awesome. he hadn't been in a lot of smash tournaments for a while i believe and he had been playing a lot of street fighter and people weren't even sure if he was going to enter the smash uh four tournament but he came in and i believe he got fourth place renai um i I know he got top eight. I, I'm not one hundred percent sure. Yeah, he was top eight. He did he did a really good job. He's crazy to watch. He just keeps throwing out all those uh uh Lloyd Rockets and he's really good at edge guarding with the bowling ball and the tree and uh really fun to watch. Um uh my favorite Smash Four player uh is Abadongo, who is Japanese player as well. He's the best Mewtwo player in the world. Um he's really been having a good year this year he's beaten the buzz ally void nario uh all this year in tournaments so he's been having a great year i think he's ranked fifth currently in the world right now but he's definitely yeah probably yeah probably most people when they when they heard i was bowser jr they're probably like oh he must like a bowser jr player well what bowser jr player do you know of yeah <laughs> you that's it <laughs> that's, there, there's one guy in sack and then there's one guy in modesto and there's literally only three NorCal Bowser Juniors, and then there's four Southern California Bowser Juniors, and that's literally all I know about. Wow. Um, I think there's one on the East Coast named Vice Grip. No, no, he's the he's a Southern California guy. I don't remember. There's one on the East Coast. 
overall, you don't see a lot of Bowser Jr. Relatively few compared to the Sheiks and Foxes. Oh, yeah. And... <laughs> the Marios, dude. Yeah. Mario is so common. Well, oh. we'll see Mario even more now after Ally, who won the Smash 4 tournament, played as Mario. Oh, my gosh. Ally, see, okay, so when people talk about Ally, they don't think talk about his, like, advanced techniques, you know what I mean? Like, Mewtwo King has advanced techniques. Abadongo, his his advanced techniques are crazy. His footstool into down B combo. Uh, but Ally is a very fundamental player. Mm-hmm. He, he just reads you. He knows what you're going to do. And he up smashes. Yeah, those up smashes. <laughs> he's just able to read it every time. That that Mario up smash, no lag, really. Very small amount of lag. It hits behind and in front. Mm-hmm. It's disjointed, so therefore you can't challenge it. It's it's a really good move. Yeah. Um, I I honestly, whenever I play Luigi, sometimes when I'm just like fishing for a kill, I'll just spam up smash and hope that they just <laughs> do it. Just roll into it. Sometimes people do, dude. It's funny. Yeah. Um, so Ally, who did play Mario, won the Smash 4 um, tournament this year at Evo. He beat Kama, Kamamushi, I believe is how you say his name. Yeah, Kamamushi, uh, yep. Yep, Japanese player who played uh, Mega Man. He actually lost to Ally in the winner's bracket, fought his way through the loser's bracket to play um, Ally in the grand finals. Wasn't able to uh, top him there, but had a couple good matches with him. He's really impressive uh, Mega Man player. Does, does these crazy back airs, really good at spacing, and really cool to watch. Like, I didn't really even know Mega Man could really compete in these at the top level in tournaments until I saw him play. So see, definitely definitely check out some of his videos as well. See, that's the thing about these, like, m- more mid-slash-low-tier characters is when you go up against one and you don't know the matchup, mm-hmm. you're going you're gonna to have a hard time. Like, uh, the other day I fought a DDD in tournament, and... How many times have I ever done Bowser Jr. versus DDD? Yeah. Like, wh- how many times do you ever see that? Never. And I, I got beat. I, I had no clue what was going on. He was just really <laughs> aggressive and in my face. It just for two matches, I was just done. I don't know what happened, but it just happens sometimes. You got to learn the matchup. Yep. Um. Cool. Um. So one other thing we did want to just touch on really quickly about Evo this year. Um, if you are a fan of Melee, the top eight in that was pretty cool as well. I ended up, I usually don't watch Melee, but I ended up watching it, and there was a pretty cool storyline where Hungrybox, uh, t- one of the top Melee players, mm-hmm. had gotten second, third, and second in the last three Evos, and he finally got first this year, yeah. beating Armada, which was pretty cool to see. Uh, oh. Each match was just back and forth. Armada... Basically went down, uh, I think, the first two matches right away. But then he took the next three with a vengeance. Even, like, had three stocks in one of them left still. So just completely destroyed him. Uh, but then Hungrybox came back, forced the uh, reset. And then it went down to the final um, game where they both had one stock again. And then he got the rest kill to win the tournament. So Oh, man. Pretty cool. Definitely uh, check out uh, at least one, the final matchup. Or the final match in that uh, set. It was... Pretty cool to pretty cool to see. They played it in front of like two hundred thirty thousand people on Twitch. You know, a couple, you know, thousand more in the giant stadium there in Las Vegas. So yeah, pretty cool to Las see. Vegas. I it's... didn't I didn't really get to see any of the other um, Evo tournaments. I watched a bit of Pokémon because I, I play that as well. But 
having not really played any of the other games like Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, I didn't catch any of those tournaments. But um, I don't know. Did you watch any other Evo I, games? I heard about, honestly, I, I normally watch Melee also, but I was pretty busy at the time, so I didn't. All I heard was that uh, Hungrybox won. And uh, after they, I saw the interview of Hungrybox, and pretty much Hungrybox, what he said was that his his dad, pretty much since he grew up, or like his whole life, he's been uh, telling Hungrybox that he can't, he can't win, he can't be the best. Yeah. And it was, it was like crazy awesome. Really cool story um, for sure. Yeah, he like, it was heart, it was, it was heartening really, just seeing a man that just like he's just an average guy, Hungrybox. Honestly, he's. He's not really anything special, but he plays an awesome character, and he knows how to use it, and he's so good. The the crazy thing is, too, in Melee, since it's so fast and you can KO people so quickly, um, you can tell just with those top players, if like one person makes a mistake, just like one small mistake, then that person can just instantly take like their entire stock and just yep. <laughs> pull off a crazy combo and completely flip the match over. So it is yeah. kind of cool seeing the, the matches... Uh, how quick they can turn around like that. Gotta love those zero to deaths. Yeah, lots of zero to deaths. Um, so we didn't really cover um, like the breakdown of uh, Smash Wii U, but one thing I, I saw was at Genesis 3, uh, Renai went up against DeBuzz, and Renai, the villager, and DeBuzz uses Rosalina. That matchup is literally almost impossible mm-hmm. for a villager to win. And he pulled it off this year. Yeah. At Evo. I, I remember last year watching them play at Evo, and DeBuzz ended up winning. And yeah. I didn't think Renai would be able to do it. So I was really impressed. They had some. That, that set was probably one of my favorite sets. I, I just don't even know how someone could do that. Like, like it's a good. Like, Rosalina against Bowser Jr., Rosalina is obviously better, but it's winnable. Mm-hmm. Against Villager, ah, that. I can't even imagine that, dude. Yeah, he he was just constantly harassing Rosalina and uh, killing the Luma pretty much as soon as he was spawning. And it was so super funny to watch because he just kept shooting, you know, the Lloyd Rockets and the Slingshot, and then Rosalina kept just doing the down B to catch it and deflect them. And yeah. <laughs> it was, it was pretty crazy to watch. But um, Kam- Kamamushi, he, he's one of the, character- the players that we haven't seen a lot in the United States, but his Mega Man is just ungodly good. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so one thing, one combo he, that he did a lot was uh, he would footstool, and so when footstooling, like when you footstool someone and they land, they don't, they can't tech it. So he'd shoot them with a lemon three times, which would jab lock them, and then he'd go into up tilt and kill them at like eighty percent. Pretty crazy madness. He did that to he did that to, um, to Void and to Zero. I saw both of them. They were great. Yeah, I loved it when he beat Zero. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I know. Zero's that king, dude. Um, great. So, um, we're just going to jump straight into our second segment now, which is the NES Mini. Um, so, in case you've been living under a rock this last week, uh, or you just haven't had a chance to read up on it, uh, the NES Mini is a not a new, but a basically a remake of the original Nintendo Entertainment System um, that Nintendo made and released in America in 1985. It is being re-released this year on November 11th 
for $60, which is a great bargain price in my opinion. It comes with one NES controller and 30 games pre-downloaded onto the system. It uses uh, just an HDMI cord to plug into modern TVs and just uses a USB cord for power. And so um, basically the size of the system uh, looks like it can, it's about the size of the palm of your hand. So it's really small, wow. really compact. Just uses two small cords to, to plug in and play. Um, even though it looks like original NES, I don't think you can actually open the top part to put cartridges in. So you can't play your old NES games, sadly. You can't use your old NES controllers, sadly. But um, they've been spending a lot of time, apparently, um, to really make sure that the quality of the new NES controller they're making, it feels just like the old original ones, which I think mm. is really cool. Um, I, I, I don't think that's going to work, though, because those old NES controllers at this point are so broken in. That is true. <laughs> it's gonna, it's, it's kind of like when they uh, remade the GameCube controllers for Smash Bros. Wii U. Mm-hmm. And you got, I remember I, I opened my friend's. And it, it felt foreign to me. A little stiff at it, first. <laughs> it, yeah, it was just weird because I I grew up with GameCube and I knew the controller, like the feel to it, but it wasn't the same. Hmm. A brand new GameCube controller. I don't even remember that, you yeah, know? That is true. Like, I guess when I, because I think we got like, my family, we all got like our own, me and my brothers, we all got our own GameCube controllers back in like 2002 or something. So like, yeah, I don't even remember opening and <laughs> having it new. But, but I did get the new Smash 4 and I did appreciate it because most of my Smash con- or just GameCube controllers uh, had gotten so worn down over the years from all my brothers playing and them getting thrown around and stuff like that. So yeah. it was nice to have a, a new one that was fresh and new. All but. that time uh, rage quitting on Mario Kart Double Dash? Or yeah. What? <laughs> and my older brother, he's a big sports fan guy, so he would play like oh, okay. Madden and stuff, and like whenever he would lose a game, he would just like rage quit and just spike it on the ground. I always get like, Scott, don't do that. He's like, be quiet, I'm upset. I'm like, I know you are. Don't ruin my controller. That so. was like me in Super Mario Sunshine. <laughs> trying to get, uh, there is a couple missions in that game were just so hard. Just so rage inducing. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, I remember well, the biggest problem for me was the little uh, the little uh, foam or rubber uh, thumbstick would peel off and it would just be the little hard plastic nub underneath. Oh, yeah. And that, that was pretty bad. And it would be like all pointy. and That like, would be pain. Those were painful when yeah. that happened. Yeah, for sure. Dug into your finger. Anyways, that was a, a nice rabbit trail. Um, going back to the NES Mini. Um, it does come with one of the NES controllers and it's kind of interesting. They have like the little uh, nunchuck or class controller adapter on the end. And so that's how you actually plug them into the NES Mini. So additionally, you you can also use the class controller or class controller pro and plug that straight into the NES Mini to use it. Um, and then Nintendo's also said you can use that NES controller to plug into a Wiimote to use on your Wii U for NES virtual console games, which oh, wow. makes me happy because I have a lot of NES games in my Wii U that I, I not know that love to use for that. Um, I play NES golf on my Wii U like <laughs> every every time I go visit my dad because he's a he played that game all the time in college. He would like hustle people out of money for it, so he's like oh, super good at it. <laughs> and uh, he, he always wants to play because it's one of the only games he can still uh, beat me at to this day. So wow, that's that's pretty awesome. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, um, but that that's a good segue into our next uh, part of talking about the NES here, which was what games were we 
kind of sad or bummed that aren't included in the 30 included games. And mm-hmm. uh, NES Golf is definitely one of them. And I was thinking of Tech Mobile is on there, which is awesome because Tech Mobile yeah. is such a iconic NES game. And I play that with my brother still a lot. Um, but there's no NES Ice Hockey or NES uh, Tennis. And uh, Double Dribble is another big, big one that I like playing. Uh, but I am a little bit biased because I did grow up uh, playing pretty much only NES sport games. My dad is a huge sports fan, and so uh, his collection of NES games that he had from college was pretty much all the Mario stuff, uh, and then mostly just sport games. And so mm-hmm. I was bummed there's no more sports games, but I am glad uh, Tech Bowl and uh, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Well, technically, Mr. Dream's Punch-Out or whatever now. Yeah. They I'm, had to, I'm glad both those are on there. Yeah, they had to get rid of Tyson because of what happened, but whatever. Um, but uh, what about you? Was there any uh, games that maybe you wish were really on there? Or? So looking through these games, I, I noticed like a bunch of the really good ones that I, I love. Like, I love Balloon Fight. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Dr. Mario's fantastic. Um, Ice Climbers. I know you don't like Ice Climbers, but... I, <laughs> it's just I, so, I, hard I so hard I to play. I love that game. Kid Icarus. Uh, the original NES Kid Icarus. If, if you guys don't know this, Kid Icarus only had three games. And... This is the original one for the NES, and there's one for the Game Boy, and then they just made one for the 3DS. Yeah, and like 20 but, years later, they brought it back yeah, to the yeah, 3DS but, after he came back in Brawl. Yeah, it's crazy. But, uh, no, this is the original. I've always wanted to play it, so I might have to get one for that game. But And then I see there's only one Mega Man game, man. Ah. But it is Mega Man 2. Yeah, but that's not even my favorite one. Oh, really? Which one's your favorite? Yeah, mine's, mine's five. Okay. Five is the best in my opinion i have not played five yet but i did pick up the mega man legacy collection which has five on it so i will have to you're gonna have to play all of them man you have to beat them all i i got to the final boss mega man 2 but haven't beat it yet Uh, and i i think i'm like 80 percent of the way through mega man 1 so i I was planning on going through them chronologically but that's actually pretty smart honestly i didn't do that unfortunately (laughs) there's Uh, a there's reload points too which is nice yeah so i the first time i ever played Mega Man, it's kind of funny a funny story on this one i never played Mega Man until Mega Man got announced for smash brothers oh wow yeah so pretty yeah, much what I, happened was, i can see you're a pretty big fan now i see you post I'm stuff on meverse Mega all Man the time fan right now so pretty much what happened was i got the uh the mega collection for the uh ps2 i think okay and i i didn't really know how the game worked, so I kind of just started. You just jumped and I in. thought the game had glitched, so I could only play Mega Man 1, 2, and 5. <laughs> but instead, I didn't realize how the game actually worked. But okay. that's beside the point. But pretty much I played 1, 2, and 5 to completion. Mm-hmm. And then I went back and played 3, 4, and 6. And 6 is probably my least favorite. Okay. But, yeah, no, those are all such good games. Yeah, they're all made like with the same engine and built mm-hmm. by the same team, so... If you like pretty much any of the NES Mega Man games, you'll like pretty much all of them. So that's that's the cool thing about it. But for the most part, the rest of these games are pretty amazing. I don't see any specifically besides the Mega Man games I, I want. Okay, actually, the Ninja Turtles game. Ninja Turtles 2. Oh, yeah. Uh, that is... Man, I think it was Manhattan, Manhattan Project Turtles or something. Turtles in Manhattan or something, yeah. Yeah, something like that. But that game, me and my friend Trevor played that game for hours and hours and hours and hours. That game was awesome. Yeah, no, uh, no Ducktales either. Which oh yeah, that's a great one. I forgot about that. Which I think I might kind of understand. I'm sure Capcom wants people to buy the remastered one rather than put it on here. That kind of makes sense. 
Um, but yeah, I won't read off all the games on the list here. You guys can uh, uh, just probably find that online if you guys wanted to see it. But uh, Castlevania 1 and 2 are on there. Uh, Bubble Bobble, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr., uh, Ghosts and Goblins, Galaga, uh, Metroid, the two Zelda games, all three Mario games, which is awesome. Yeah. Star Tropics. So uh, kind of a mix of a lot of the arcade type games and then just a lot of the just NES classics. So Yeah. A lot of classics on there. I'm glad there was. A, it's a really good choice of of a uh, of games, though. Like I want to pick this up just for a couple of these. Yeah, for sure. And it seems like it's a really good value, and it's cool. You're kind of getting a new piece of Nintendo hardware in your house, and you get these new NES controllers. And it comes with one NES controller, and you can buy another one just for ten bucks. And you can mm. also use them with your Wii U, which is cool. Um, and I think the coolest thing about it is, is I was kind of thinking about this and. I really like the NES Remix games, which are basically all the greatest NES games with kind of remade challenges for the Wii U. Um, and I think that's kind of probably what led them to make this was how popular that game was on the Wii U and 3DS. Yeah. Um, but if they kind of made a, let's say, NES Mega Hits game for Wii U that said, oh, the 30 greatest NES games, they had all these games on it, and it was 50 or 60 bucks. I would probably consider buying it, but the fact that we get all this with like a new Nintendo system, like it's its own hardware and I can bring that wherever I want really easily, just makes it even a greater deal for me. So seriously, I definitely give it a thumbs up and I'm excited. And the cool thing is like my dad uh, freaked out. Like he like called me the morning they announced it. He's like, Oh, did you hear about it? Oh, I'm going to get it pre-ordered. They're going to deliver it the day it comes out. And he, he hasn't really been up to date with nintendo since like the 64 days but oh dude i, I think they're gonna sell millions it, to all those people you know who grew up in the 80s playing nes so how do you hear about it do you know i don't know i i assume he just saw it like on front page of i don't know like yahoo or some random oh. like news site or something that's pretty crazy the internet kind of freaked out when when it got announced for sure wow just the fact that nintendo was re or basically making a slim model of a not the Wii U or the Wii or anything, but the NES. <laughs> Thirty years later, so. Well, there's another game that has just come out on phones that kind of blew up the internet too. You want to start on that one? Oh, uh, that is true. Uh, so our third and final segment today, Pokemon Go. As I'm sure you guys all know, is a worldwide phenomenon. It has launched in, I believe, 32 countries at this point. Um, pretty much every country, except for some Asian countries. Um, and the crazy thing is, not only is it the number one most downloaded app in each of these countries, it is also the number one grossing app in every single country it's launched in. And so no matter what country you're in, it's not just an American thing, it's not a North America thing. Every country it's in, it's making Nintendo bank, which has skyrocketed Nintendo shares 120% um, in the last two weeks since it's been released. And so, I don't know. What do you think, Troy? Do you think this is a sign of good things to come for Nintendo's future mobile games. Um, what do you think? I'm not really sure about <coughs> Nintendo's future for mobile games because technically it was mainly, like, Nintendo helped, but Niantic was the one that kind of, like, set the whole game up. You know what I mean? Um, so Nintendo's mobile games, we still don't really know much about those. Um, but, yeah, no, this game is crazy. Uh I'm not going to lie. I've been getting really, really into it. Um, 
and a lot of other people have been too. Uh, like, uh, so I saw like some really amazing things have come out of it too. Some questionable things, like that that one that the the, the lady found the uh, the dead body because she was hunting for Pokemon. Did yeah, that was crazy. That? Crazy, but uh, yeah. And then there's another one I saw that was on the opposite side of the spectrum, and it was a. Uh, this mother wrote a really beautiful article about how her autistic kid is talking to people and interacting with them through yeah. this game. And I mean, it, that's, that's one of the coolest things about this game is just how it's brought so many people of like different backgrounds and age and gender and everything into like this same social experience. Like I, I can like go to the, go to the mall now and just see dozens of people all playing this game and you know this little kid comes up to me and he's like oh what's what's your best pokemon like oh here's the ones i caught and hey mom like let's go over there i i think there's another pokestop and you just constantly are talking and interacting with other people who have played the game because everyone's played it yeah Uh, unless you don't have a phone that can play that kind of sucks yeah (laughs) um for me it's a bit of a bummer because i don't have a data plan on my iphone um, so I can play through Wi-Fi, so I can kind of play at certain places and stuff. Um, but my uh, wife, she has data on her phone, and so I usually just try to steal her phone and walk around and do stuff like that. <laughs> I would do that too. My my phone's questionable. Pretty much, my my GPS barely works. Oh, okay. So like, it teleports me places. <laughs> so you just kind of hop around. Yeah. So it's not. It's sometimes a bad thing, but it also is a good thing. Like one time. I got teleported really far away, and a Voltorb spawned on me. And I'm like, <laughs> where am I? I didn't know where I was at, but I got I don't care, but I got a Voltorb. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, why Why am I here? Why Why did I get a Voltorb? How many uh, Pokemon do you have in your Pokedex so far? Um, I got 69. As of right now, I have 69 in my Pokedex, and I've caught 68 of those. Very impressive. I think uh-huh. I'm at, like, 52. I've caught 52 of 54, so. What's your... What's your most that's what's your strongest one and what's your the more the one you enjoy catching the most mm, that's a good question uh well i am going to give a quick shout out to nathan uh who's not here right now because he texted me the other night that he caught a 800 uh cp gengar in his apartment oh <laughs> my gosh and i was super jealous because gengar is oh, one of my all-time oh. favorite pokemon and i'm I've gotten, jealous too i've gotten a few ghastlies but he's like yeah i got home and <laughs> I saw it popped up in my nearby, and so instead of, like, going to my apartment, I just kept walking around <laughs> my yeah. apartment complex, and then I saw it pop up. And apparently he caught on his first Pokeball, so... Oh, dude, that's lucky. Like a boss. So, shout-out to Nathan. That's awesome. I, um, I'm, I'm super jealous. I, I, think, I, wanna, I wanna Gengar. <laughs> I think my, my highest CP right now is currently uh, one of my Pidgeots, which isn't super hard to get super high. He's at, like, 700 or something. Yeah, um, but I have a I have two pincers that are pretty cool. They're both like four hundred something. I got those down when I was in the Bay Area, which was kind of cool because there's not a lot of pincers up here in Washington. Um, so I caught a couple of pincers, and then I caught a Taurus, which I was really excited for, oh, but it was CP twelve. Those those are really rare. Oh, only twelve? Yeah, I was really <laughs> upset, <laughs> dude. So I caught a Marowak. Its CP was wow. twenty. What? I was I was like, are you are you kidding me right now, game? <laughs> oh, that's I was funny. A upset. 
I did was... catch a Snorlax, but it was on my wife's account. So. Oh, unfortunate. <laughs> so she, she was pretty pretty happy about that. I, I caught a Snorlax too, but it was on my account. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, lo- lots of good catches out there. Um, it's it's been a lot of fun tracking things and just seeing where the different Pokemon pop up. Like I found a Weeping Bell and caught it in Best Buy oh. when I was you know that's buying cool. Amiibo, and I'm just like never have seen that again. And it's just ah uh, cool. Yeah, that's cool. I caught a uh, I caught a. Uh, you said that Gastly's are common where you are. Um, not incredibly common. I've caught three. I, I caught one down when I was in Southern Oregon, and then I, like, one of the first days I got the game, and then I caught two at the mall, um, up here in Washington a couple days ago. Wow, well, I, I've literally only seen one Ghastly. Oh, really? And, uh, it, it spawned, uh, right in a spot where my, my reception was only one bar. Oh, no. So I kept, it kept freezing on me when I throw the Pokeball, so I had to keep restarting the app to finally get it. Oh, man. And this was at a park, and I was the first one to get it because I parked, and I turned on the game. It was right on me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a Ghastly here. I jumped out <laughs> of my car. And then, like, everybody else saw the Ghastly on their map and started running towards me. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, this is crazy. But no, this this game's madness. It's great. It It is madness. I've, I've seen some videos of, like, people playing and, like... Central Park in New York, and you see this massive mob of like literally <laughs> hundreds of people, like all going oh, and like running over to the section where like someone found like a squirtle or oh my gosh, Pokemon I need like a squirtle. <laughs> uh, I went to um, I went to downtown Sacramento yesterday, and there Krabby spawning like crazy. I was, I was so happy. Krabby is one of my favorite Gen One Pokemon. Nice. I've I've seen Krabby's pop up in my nearby but i've never actually had a chance to catch one yet but i hear there's a lot up in washington so i'm not too worried about getting one um however there is apparently a park um in seattle that nathan went to uh with his roommate and they each caught like eight hitmonlee it's like it's oh. like hitmonlee oh. park or something oh my gosh i want i want to go to hitmonlee park i know so I'm, i told him like hey once i get over this this cough and uh this sickness i i want to go to hitmonlee park with you guys and well, apparently there was just like three lures just sitting there and this hitmonlees oh were just well i know uh right around here there's a lake that spawns dratinis wow yeah it's stock it's up there and uh, get yourself a dragon night then Oh, I know. Uh, the only problem is that my GPS like literally can't find me there. Oh man! So when it, when when me and a couple friends did go down there, uh, we I only got one. They got like seventeen or like fifteen. I only Jeez. was able to get one, but it's more than it's no more than uh, none. So I didn't complain. You know, that is cool. I've never seen a Jutini, so yeah, they're they're pretty common around here, at least at that lake. Very cool. Yeah, I don't think I've seen any dragon types. I mean. There's not a ton of dragon types in general. There's, but. there's only three. <laughs> um, but cool. Uh, what would you say your favorite part of the app is really? Like, is there some part of the app? I love, like, in the actual Pokemon games, I loved collecting the Pokemon and getting them on my Pokedex. Yep. Like, I right now on my, my Omega Ruby, uh, I have all the Pokemon. Wow. All, okay, don't quote me on this. <laughs> so it's wait, like, like 700- all 700? 720, I believe, right now. Uh, I think there's 721, but they never released Volcanion. So I'm pretty <laughs> sure there's 720 right now, and I have every single one of them. Wow, props. So, 
So what I want to do when I play the games, I want to kit all. I want to fill up the Pokédex. Want to catch them all? Yeah, want to catch, dude. That's why I'm instinct. <laughs> I'm not Valor. I'm instinct because I want to catch them all. <laughs> <laughs> and Zapdos is awesome, but hashtag Team Instinct. So, sorry, I'm Team Mystic. So I had to do it, but uh, it's okay. At least you're not Valor. No one likes Valor. <laughs> what team are you, Jeff? I'm a Team Mystic Blue Team. Okay, that that works too. That works yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Valor. Ugh. I was a. I Articuno was probably my favorite legendary growing up. Yeah, so. mine was Abdos. So yeah. Yeah, I didn't. Even, I didn't even realize that afterwards. I picked blue because I saw the cool Articuno logo, and I'm like, wait, red, blue, and yellow. That's like the three Pokemon games. And I played red more growing up, so I feel like I betrayed my childhood. But <laughs> it's fine. I, I'm. I'm uh, it's all good. I never actually owned yellow or blue, so it's understandable. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Um, but yeah, I I think just. My favorite part is definitely the collecting is super cool. Um, I really just like the fact that it really has like those real world GPS locations in them for yeah. Pokestops and then also for like the Pokemon themselves. So like uh, a Pokemon will be like pinned to a certain like geographical spot. Like it'll be at this mm-hmm. longitude and latitude. And um, the cool thing is, that encourages you to kind of play with friends because if you're all going together and you're on the same spot, uh, theoretically the Onyx or whatever it is should all pop up for all of you if you're all in the same yeah. spot. And so it's kind of cool that you can have that experience with other people and you can play in groups. And like one time I was I was walking around this Pokestop and this guy's like, oh, hey, you looking for uh, the Graveler? And I was like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, it's over there behind that truck. And I went over and sure enough, like this Graveler popped up and I caught it and I'm like, how cool is that? <laughs> That's cool. I, I, uh, one time I was at a, I was at a pretty much, uh, we're near where I live. There's a park that spawns elective buses like crazy. Oh, nice. It's crazy. I, I, I camp out there sometimes and I have like 15 of them, but I, at that park, there's a Jolteon that spawned and I saw Ooh. it on my map and I'm like, I don't know where this is. So there was like people all around me, like running to the middle of the park and i'm just like guys are you getting the jolty on they're like yeah yeah so i ran over there it was great that's really cool did you catch it yes awesome i did very cool <laughs> rarely does my gps track me but it did just enough so i could catch the, the jolty on all right final question if you could improve pokemon go in one way what one improvement would you make so one thing that always happens to me that's really infuriating is that when you throw a Pokeball and I only have one bar, uh, the Pokeball will, like, when it it catches the Pokemon, it puts it in them and then it drops and then it starts loading and it will just sit there It'll and it will load it. infinitely. Yeah, it will freeze. And that's my biggest problem with the game right now is when I suddenly walk into a spot with one bar and it and then I throw a Pokeball and it does that, it's... It's not okay. It's not cool because yeah. I have to reload the whole thing. Yeah, and that I've can had, sometimes take too long. I've had a similar thing happen before too, where I don't even think it was a bar problem, but I, I had this Cedri pop up in this hotel we were staying in, and so it's not a place I can go back to because I'm like, we're about to leave this hotel. We're sitting in the Continental Breakfast, and this Cedri pops up, and so what? I'm like, oh, this is sick. So I start catching it. I throw on these Pokeballs. It keeps popping out, popping out, and finally. I, it, on like my 10th Pokeball, it froze like that. And so I, oh, I reloaded the app, uh, go to catch it again. 
and I wasted like 30 Pokeballs on this, but it kept freezing. I never ended up catching it, and I was super what? bummed because not only did I not catch it, but it like ate up 30 of my Pokeballs. What Pokemon was that? It was a Seedry. It's the evolution of the Horsey. Oh, you mean Seedra. Oh, Seedra. Sorry. Okay, I was, I was confused because I'm like, <laughs> why is he saying C-Dot? <laughs> Sorry. C-Dot's Gen 3. I'm like, dude, it's not even in this game. Yeah, the, uh, the evolution of Horsey. Which... Okay, gotcha. Oh, I haven't even seen a horse, dude. Ah. It was in uh, rare. Santa Rosa, California. So if you ever go down there. Oh, really? Way. Yeah. Well, when I when I get down there, I'll... I'll I also caught it. a polywag there, which I was pretty excited about. There's Polywags are pretty common around here. There's there's one little river that I can go by. There's a bunch of them. Very nice. Um, as far as my one improvement, um, server issues aside, I would probably say a better way to track pokemon um i know right now in the app it's i feel like it's like glitched or something like it, it is glitched right now yeah where like it all doesn't the, show how all the nearby pokemon are just three steps it doesn't yeah. change um so just a better way to kind of track I'm, I'm sure they'll get that glitch patched but um i don't know what do you think have you had much luck tracking pokemon um well now that it has the weird glitch thing uh i pretty much can't even find any uh which is really unfortunate, but you know, it's kind of going to wait it out a little bit because I haven't, I didn't play it all today because I think the servers were down because mm-hmm. someone attacked the Pokemon game again. But oh man, I don't know. People, people don't even know when to stop. They need, to, they need to stop because people. All just these want people are going outside and socializing. Let's hack the server so they. Can't I know, stop. freaking hackers, man. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, they do need to fix that, like really bad. Yeah, that. That was definitely um, something there. And I don't know, like, in my current house we're living in right now, there's, like, no Pokemon that spawn in it. And I took a walk for about 15 minutes all around our complex. And, like, I had one Weedle show up, and that was it. So <laughs> It's worth it, then. I was, I was a little bummed, for sure. <laughs> but I don't know. But there's a lot of people who don't like the game for whatever reason. And I know probably gets annoying hearing about it if you're if you're not playing the game or you don't like pokemon or whatever but i think the kind of the cool thing is is you don't really need to know anything about pokemon to jump in and have fun like yeah i saw bill walton he's a espn like college basketball uh commentator and he's like posted a tweet of him playing pokemon go and like he was having a blast and i've seen like people over 60 playing it and it's just kind of this cross-generational thing and even if you don't know Pokemon, you can still jump in and have fun with it, which is really cool. I I was at when I was at the pier in Sacramento. Uh, there was a group of like four people walking by me, and they were all saying the names of the Pokemon very very wrong. And I'm like, I I, I like tried. I was I was having a hard time not being like, oh no, it's not a ra- it's not a rat. Correcting it's them. A, it's a Rattata, <laughs> or a, you know what I mean? What kind of I, Pikachu is this? It's a Zubat. <laughs> <laughs> It's a it's a Pikachu that's purple and has wings and fangs. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. But I, I think it I think it is cool, and that's I think what Pokemon was originally designed for is you know to hey go meet other people, meet friends, link up with your cable, trade with them, talk about it. And I remember you know everyone probably remembers back in the schoolyard when you'd hear about oh how do you get Mewtwo or Mew and how, how do you get Master Balls or the Missy No Glitch and kind of having that constant uh, conversation about the games and 
kind of really reminds me and brings me back to that when I when I was a kid playing Pokemon Red on my Game Boy. Wish I was that old man. <laughs> <laughs> I in the uh, when I was uh, in like elementary school, I remember uh, the one thing I always remembered was uh, I I thought that people were saying that you could unlock Sonic for Melee and. Oh, I tried, yeah. man. I tried. I tried so hard, but he's not in the game, so you can't really. I couldn't really get. Yeah, him. I, I think I did cruel melee for like <laughs> weeks and weeks. I, I, I think one of the rumors I heard was you had to get twenty KOs in cruel oh, melee, and I just sat there brutal. and did it. And it was like impossible. It's literally it's possible in Smash Four because there's like a way that you can like cheap out the computers. Yeah. But in melee, they were just too brutal. They were oh, yeah. just so brutal. <laughs> The damage ratio is just crazy, too. So. They, they hit you, like, four times and you were dead. Yep. But, I don't know. I, I think it's uh, pretty cool to see uh, that Nintendo's stocks has risen. I mean, they partnered with Niantic and Pokemon Company to make this. Um, so, it's kind of all three of them in there. And they have a 33% stock in Pokemon. So, they're not even majority owners of Pokemon. Um, but just the fact that this one app has done so well has made Nintendo stocks and made their business um, a lot of money is, I think, really good news because I know a lot of people kind of freak out and uh, are worried about Nintendo and, you know, the Wii U not selling as many consoles and what their next thing is going to do and how they can compete in today's market. And um, I think Pokemon Go is a step in the right direction. And let's hope that their next few apps can also kind of catch this mainstream appeal I don't understand why they're going with Animal Crossing and Fire Emblem next instead of Mario or Zelda, but I'm sure they will still be interesting. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, and I can see Animal Crossing, but Fire Emblem, like, I don't know. I'm skeptical about that series. Yeah, I mean, I, I've never really, I never really played the Fire Emblem games growing up, and I feel like in America, especially, like, it's a market that doesn't have a huge fan base for Fire Emblem, and obviously that's changed over the last few years. There's been the recent 3DS games that have brought a lot of attention to the series. But um, I don't know. I feel like not having Mario on some type of mobile game for, like, your first two years of making mobile games is a mistake. Like, they would never launch a console and do that. Like, there's always a Mario within the first year or two in a Nintendo console. But I do agree with you on that one. It's very true. I mean, Mario at one point was... I remember back in the 90s or something, they did a poll, and he was more recognizable than Mickey Mouse in America. Like, oh, yeah, I know. And he, He's yeah. an icon. He is an icon. Him and Pac-Man, man. They're the originals. Yeah, so I don't know. But uh, anyways, I think that about wraps up our show this week. Uh, be sure to follow us at, at HeyListen underscore games. You can find me at, at the Jeffrey Morse. Um, Troy, you want to throw out your YouTube name again? Um, Warrior2401 and my Twitter is um, at Warrior2401 Very cool Well thank you so much Troy for joining us on the show this week Um, Good luck in your tournament tomorrow and hopefully I can catch up with you and play some Smash with you soon Alright sounds good Jeff Alrighty thanks for listening Alright sounds good bye